Hey, it's Jeff Fidoff, Tito here with the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, whatever you got to do to find this every time uh, we post a new one here on DSP Media. So uh, this is the Buckeye Blitz for today. And yesterday, Gene Smith for Ohio State, the athletic director, spoke for quite some time to reporters and said some pretty interesting things I wanted to go over first. Um, first, he talked about uh, the, the one of the things I was excited about when it was first announced was this Pac-12 ACC Big Ten Alliance and the possibility of moving to uh, eight non-conference games instead of nine and then having possibly another matchup in there between um, some of these conferences where you could see Ohio State, USC, or UCLA, or Oregon, or Utah, or whatever, or even Clemson, um, North Carolina, someone like that on the schedule for Ohio State. Well, Gene, that was all predicated, a, a lot of that, I should say, was on cutting back to eight conference games. And uh, Gene Smith has said that uh, he um, uh, he doesn't think that uh, it's going to happen be, as far as that scheduling court goes, because or scheduling addition goes, I should say. Uh, he believes that the Big Ten likes having nine conference games. Uh, this, to me, is short-sighted. Right, It makes sense right now. I'll, I'll explain to why we get this more things here as to why playing eight non-conference games, or eight, I'm sorry, eight conference games would make a lot more sense as it pertains to the college football playoff as we get a little further into this. But I wanted to touch on that first. He said that basically the scheduling component appears to be dead as far as within that alliance. Uh, he also said that divisions will either be eliminated or stay as is, in his opinion, in the Big Ten. There was talk about um, either reorganizing the divisions because the Big Ten East is usually always you know, the better division when you've got Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and Michigan State in it. Whereas on the other side in the West, it's Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, I guess, you know, Purdue. Um, but Gene Smith seemed to make it sound like they either probably just get rid of divisions altogether and then just have the top two teams play for the championship or stay as is. Now, he also mentioned college football expansion. He thinks it will could go to 12 games. Now, if it does go to 12 games, then it makes more sense for the uh, Pac-12, ACC, and Big Ten to eliminate a conference game and schedule those uh, non-conference crossover games. Let me tell you why. If you go to 12, you're going to take the t- the five Power Five champions, conference champions. Regardless of their record, they will get in. That's the way it should be, at least. That's the way I would anticipate it making sense. Those five get in. And it won't be a thing where you, could not get, you might not get voted in uh, because of a couple of non-conference losses. If you win your conference, you're in. That's the way it should be for five of the 12 spots. The sixth spot should probably go to the highest ranked uh, power, a group of five team. And then the other six would be wild card teams based on the selections, the rankings, however they want to do it. But um, right now, it doesn't make sense for a team like Ohio State to play more than one marquee game in the non-conference schedule for a couple of reasons. The main one being you don't want to lose both of them and go to 0-2 or any other team for that matter, why they wouldn't necessarily schedule two marquee non-conference games because it could affect you having one loss or two loss when it comes to the end of the season and the college football playoff committee is ranking where people are at if you have those two losses already on your on your schedule um you know and i'm not saying ohio state would definitely lose two of those games but you know coming up ohio state's got notre dame uh you know on a home and home alabama uh, georgia texas washington so they've got a, a marquee game already each year coming up it looks like is for either home or road so right now, adding that other game and taking away a surefire win or nearly surefire win in the Big Ten uh, seems to be short-sighted to do that. But if they change the CFP format, like Gene Smith thinks they will, 
if they do expand to 12 teams and the conference champions automatically get in, then it makes more sense for some of these um, non-conference marquee games to be played. So uh, another thing Gene Smith said, by the way, that was surprising to me was, and it, it got taken out of proportion, jumped out of portion a little bit, but um, he said that if Ohio State would happen to host a playoff game in, in December, say, um, if, the, if it comes to the 12 and if they do the expansion and have some teams on campus sites potentially for first round games. He said he would consider um, moving the game to Indianapolis from Columbus. And here in Columbus, a lot of people, myself included, have always wanted to see an SEC team try to come up here and win in November or December or um, an ACC team make their way over here, Pac-12, whatever. Some team have to come over here late in the season and, and try to win the game versus Ohio State having to go to the Rose Bowl a lot of years and play at USC or at UCLA, essentially, in those games. Um, or having to, a team having to face uh, Georgia, uh, you know, and Alabama down south in a bowl game. Bring them up here and let's see how they do. Gene Smith's reasoning, some of it makes sense. Part of it is he says he doesn't want, he, he thinks it'd be a more enjoyable experience for fans if they're indoors in Indy, climate control and all that. Um, as far as enjoying the game. Whereas in Columbus in December, you could have snow, you could have, um, you know, a very uh, cold, windy day. And I don't think, I, I, I think what his concern might be is that I don't, you don't see Ohio State lose a game based on a fluky weather-related play. You know, if it's uh, not that the Blizzard Bowl would happen again, but back in 1950, um, when, uh, you uh, you know when you had the, the Ohio State Michigan game that had like forty something punts or whatever the number was and um, you know a, a game decided clearly by weather. I don't think Gene Smith would want to have that happen again. I don't think Buckeye fans would either. I would like to see the game in Columbus. I understand Gene Smith's thinking. He's not committed. He's not saying we will definitely go to Indianapolis if Ohio State hosts a playoff game. He threw out there as an option, and uh, we'll see what happens if that actually all comes to fruition. All right. Um, Jim Harbaugh, you know, one of the things when you're talking about your uh, your enemies and your friends, uh, the saying goes something along the lines of, you know, stay close to your friends and be close to your enemies, something along those lines. Anyway, that's why we're going to talk about Michigan right now. And uh, after flirting with the NFL, he now has a restructured contract that takes him through uh, 2026. And, um, you know, in seven seasons, Harbaugh's uh, gone 61-24, and 24, um, six bowl game appearances. He's coming off, obviously, his most successful season being in the, the Big Ten champion and playing in the college football playoff and getting waxed in that, though. But anyway, his new five-year contract is worth uh, $36.6 million total. And uh, just for a reference point, after the, the failings he had in 2020 and the years before that against Michigan and State and Ohio State and whatnot, his base salary I cut down to $4 million for this past year that just happened. Uh, he was paid $8 million in 2020. Uh, these are all rough figures, about $4 million in base salary in 2021. So now you're talking about a deal averaging about $7.3 million a year. Puts them obviously near the top in the Big Ten as far as uh, salaries go. A um, couple other things interesting about the contract extension. There is a huge buyout early on. You know, If Harbaugh decides to leave, it's like he's got to pay back $3 million, I think, the first year. And it goes down each year. And I think in the fourth and fifth years, it's zero. But the contract also says that if Harbaugh is is going to talk about um, a coaching job with um, the, the NFL or um, an, the NCAA, another, another NCAA team, he's got to provide, uh, he's got to give the athletic director written notice. 
before he does any of that. So um, that's also trying to insulate them a little bit, getting ahead in the game uh, as far as if Harbaugh does decide to pursue other opportunities after he has said that Michigan's at home, this is where he wants to be. Um, other bonuses for Harbaugh, he gets a half a million if Michigan uh, wins the Big Ten East division and the conference cha- and, and they play in the conference championship game as part of that, yes. Um, if they uh, win the Big Ten, he gets a million, and he gets another million if they win the national title. Um, he gets money for appearing in a near six bowl. That's not one of the semifinals, but um, also additional money if they make the semifinals. So a uh, big contract for Harbaugh. They had to do it. It it seems kind of odd, though, that a guy who was willing to interview with Minnesota, the, the Vikings, and seem like he would go if he was offered the job, then comes running back and says, I want to be here forever. And they give him this contract, give him some money back, give him more money. Um, but I'm not convinced. Harbaugh's the best option, Michigan. Let's put it that way. I, when you look at who would replace Jim Harbaugh if he left, um, I, I think the best thing for Michigan is for Harbaugh to stay there. I'm not saying Harbaugh and Michigan are going to beat Ohio State anytime soon again. I think the Buckeyes are a much better team this year. I think Michigan's recruiting will take a hit based on all these things that happen. But uh, I don't know if Michigan could have done better, I guess is what I'm saying, than Harbaugh right now. They've lost their offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out this year for the Wolverines. But Harbaugh at least has what appears to be a little bit more job security. Um, But another thing, by the way, get back to uh, twitching gears a little bit. Uh, Gene Smith um, seemed very happy with uh, Chris Holtman, said that um, his recruiting, I think he says, off the chain, which good for Gene Smith for being um, relevant to the hip young kids. But uh, uh, Holtman, yes, he has been a fantastic hire for Ohio State. I hope he stays here for a long time. And um, he, along with uh, Ryan Day, both uh, should be getting some contract extensions uh, done with Ohio State to make them among the elite of the elite as far as paid coaches in the Big Ten and also across the country. Chris Holtman had some disturbing news. Uh, he said Justice Suing might not play again, uh, might not play this season, and not sure if he's going to play again. Not sure where we're at on that. So uh, we already thought that, you know, we thought we might get Seth Towns back. Not true. Really felt confident we might get Justice Suing back this year. Now it looks like there's a good chance he won't play again this season. A couple of big losses those guys are for Ohio State. I was looking forward to how they would um, uh, blend in with this team and pitch in. Suing's a fantastic defender. Uh, Seth Towns uh, brings a lot of intangibles to the court. So um, disappointed to hear that Suing might not play again, might not play this season, and his future is up in the air as well. Uh, the Ohio State women have a big matchup with Maryland tonight. We'll make sure we talk about that tomorrow. Also, tomorrow, Ohio State baseball gets underway. Uh, they're down in Florida against Marshall in the Snowbird Classic. We'll get an update on that. Um, also, we're going to monitor Ohio State baseball this year. I like their team, and we'll see where they're going. We'll keep uh, keep you updated on that as well. I'm at That Happens. This is part of DSP Media. And uh, thanks so much for tuning into the Buckeye, the Buckeye Blitz, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great day. 